Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Pusha T to his Drake, Michael Howard. I heard I got owned today. You got owned. Maybe you shouldn't have been wearing blackface. Yeah, that that one's weird. Or I have made a secret bat. child that no one knows about. I made two bad choices. Yes. Well, one very bad choice. The mm-hmm. secret child. Hey, that's my business. You can you can deal with that on your own time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I probably shouldn't have stepped to like two dudes who like don't tolerate nonsense. <laughs> I mean, you probably shouldn't have made fun of my fake Yeezys. You know how hard it is to get real Yeezys. No, I actually do not. Me that neither, is not but I think, was... I think it's very difficult. Well, I don't. Drake probably does. He definitely does. That's I have true. no working knowledge of that space. <laughs> specifically. Of sho- shoes in general or just specifically Yeezys? Uh, both. I actually just bragged to a friend on the phone. We, we were just catching up um, that since I started my new job, like... Uh, two months ago that I I'd bought four new pairs of shoes, Ooh. which were the first four new pairs of shoes I'd bought in about two years. <laughs> I go on like little binges. I buy like three or yeah. four pairs of shoes and then I end up only wearing one until I buy shoes again. hundred percent. Yeah, I am. But I really like shoes. I just I, I buy them in the store because I'm like, yeah, these are dope. These are going to look great. I try them on. I was like, yeah, these are going to be great. And then I actually put them on and wear them around. And I'm like, I look like a fucking idiot in these shoes. That's really fun because uh, my shoe size is 16. <laughs> so I have to buy shoes online. And I never mm, think, mm-hmm. oh, these are going to look dope. <laughs> it's just it just the degree to which I look like a clown. Like literal clown shoes. Like a literal, yeah, literal clown shoes. And it's mostly kind of just like fingers crossed. Like I, I hope these don't look like shit. And also... <laughs> kind of fit mm. because uh weird thing about losing weight over the last couple years my shoe size has gone down by about a half which they don't tell you you'll your your feet get fat mm. which mm-hmm. is a struggle that i'm dealing with yeah yeah um i probably should just stop buying my shoes from like nordstrom rack and dsw because i i'm starting to think that there's a reason that they're like on sale it's because they're they're almost cool but then like not quite you know, I need you to shut your damn mouth because Nordstrom Rack is literally the only <laughs> only store on the planet Earth that I can go to and find shoes my size. Yeah, I know. I went and like put both of my feet in one once just to see. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like a big man? Yep. You're just big two old, feet and one shoe. Two footed boy. <laughs> yeah. Well, please. I need this fiction to tell myself. <laughs> Michael, how are you doing? I heard you I, had a fun little holiday weekend. I did. It was um, it was warm. It was mm-hmm. like approaching a hundred degrees, but whatever. We were on the roof, anyways. I'm pretty sure I got like sunburnt because you're on the roof in Chicago. You don't think like, hey, I should put sunscreen on until it's too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, until the sun has done its dark work. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it very was a bright fun, work. Fun little weekend. How about nice. you? I did a little brunch, a little pool time, got a Oh, wait, I forgot to tell you about all of the respecting of the troops that I also did. Oh, sure. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad. Um, I definitely reflected on on that. Mm -hmm. We should stop talking right now. (laughs) (laughs) I also had just a a pleasant weekend. Um, I got so drunk at the pool, I just fell asleep at 6.30 on Sunday. Oh, very nice. Did you wake up again, or did you just sleep through nope. the night? Slept till eight thirty in the morning. Wow. Yep. And I was still tired when I woke up. <laughs> well, yeah, because I think at that point you've like you've overslept. Like you're on your second sleep cycle, and unless you sleep a full sixteen at that point, it's you know. It's game also over. the thing about drinking a whole, whole, whole ton. Like it's essentially, I think it's neg. It's like an energy drain on you. You're just like you're not sleeping when you're asleep. You're like. All your body's doing is processing the alcohol. That is true. Po- it's it's essentially getting rid of the poison you put into it. So that's at least what I did to it. Probably twelve hours of my sleep yeah, yeah. was just that. And then I woke up and wanted to die. Still, man, that's a great point because there have been times where I've like just slept like shit, and I woke up at like four, right after being just drunk, and mm-hmm. like you go to the bathroom, you drink a glass of water, and then you get like the best sleep ever. Right. You know, you got to wait for it to process. Yeah. You've you've let your body do its grim work and get rid of all the evil you put into it. Mm-hmm. And then you're yeah, you can actually have a, a restful night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Breaking news from Transcendental Places. Alcohol's bad for you. <laughs> yeah. 
I am starting to feel bad about that part. Uh huh. Yeah, you shared with me a, a really, really fun story about how um, alcohol just gives you cancer, like very, very much so. Yeah, like apparently it just gives the, it to you. All of these studies that they've done about, uh, you know, like red wine a day is good for you, and and all that stuff is because, um, or how they compare like moderate drinkers to heavy drinkers and non-drinkers. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's very skewed because a lot of non-drinkers used to be alcoholics which is why they're non-drinkers because there's very few people who are actually like complete teetotalers about Mm -hmm. alcohol that that's the one that's the one got it Mm -hmm. so um yeah it turns out it just gives you cancer it's kind of like smoking yeah which it really makes me regret the kind of um uh habit we've gotten into on this show and particularly longest days of our lives where we encourage hey, it's just drink. a drinking game yeah. on on recorded audio mm-hmm. because I fear for what I've done to my body in the last <laughs> year and a half of this whole podcast endeavor we've embarked upon. Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's too late for us. I mean, again, I've I've made that claim a number of times, specifically around like playing with Nickelodeon toys yeah. and all the snacks my parents gave me in the nineties, and like. I ate Burger King French toast sticks literally every morning for a year. Like, hey, yeah. I'm probably already dead and I just don't know it. But <laughs> I might be accelerating the process significantly. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Uh, Michael, you have any fun stories for me this week? Uh, not not a single one. Okay. I, I, was, I was worried about that. I can't. I have some like random headlines I can read to you and then laugh at, but I I don't know what the stories are behind them. I actually really like that idea. That's very much in the vein of <laughs> how we started trends in low places, where we were just going to look at Twitter trending hashtags and dunk on them, and then um, whoops, leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> but see that the problem is we we looked more into that story rather than just like surface level dunking on it and then going through. wait you think that's the problem with what we did on that one <laughs> do you think literally anyone with any knowledge of louis louis tomlinson would have heard this episode that first episode please don't go back and listen to anyone um and you're like oh they just didn't look into it deeper they're fine <laughs> i mean that particular louis louis tomlinson situation i think we could have claimed ignorance if we had just moved on what's the what's the saying ignorance is no excuse you still ignorance is bliss i think is what you're thinking of oh true yeah Yeah. but you still have to deal with one direction fans on twitter (laughs) yeah really glad we didn't just can you imagine how many listeners we'd have now though if one direction like basically went apeshit on us there there at least be have to be some sympathy people would be like oh we hate one direction we're gonna listen to these dudes yeah i wouldn't be sympathy people it'd be just haters which one, yeah, I'd love, I love those listener counts. Need those, need those, that, those subscribes and downloads. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to get sure murdered want- by One Direction fans? Uh, two things. Yeah, one, do not want to get murdered by One Direction fans. Um, also, I do have a, a story to tell you in a second. Um, also, don't necessarily just want people who, like, grief fans of, like, of, like, legitimate bands as our only, only fans. <laughs> because, hey, can I say this? Scrubby Josh, love that dude. He's he's one of our he's one of our great listeners. I think a lot of people will give him grief for being a uh, insane clown posse fan, and I don't like that. And just because it's One Direction and just a ridiculous boy band, they don't deserve hate. But what I was gonna say, um, I have a really good um, growth strategy for our audience. Hmm. Michael, you know my sister is a uh, fan of K-pop, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in fact, her Twitter handle is the name of a very large uh, K-pop band, and which I did not know for a long time. Oh yeah, and uh, she gets um, some hate for it, which is <laughs> hilarious. Um, so apparently, so can you K- tell me who BTS is then? That is exactly what I was about to talk to oh, you about. Oh, okay, cool, because I've been. Wanting to know, but not bad enough to look it up in a long t- for a long time. So BTS, um, also known as the, uh, I'm gonna probably say this wrong, but Back- uh, Bangtan Boys, Soys, Bangtan Boys. Okay, seven member South Korean boy band. Um, and apparently there's seven. Every picture I've seen, there's like 37 people in it. I think they have rotating groups, mm, but mm-hmm. I or like uh, membership. I could be wrong about that, but I like think the Harlem that's Globetrotters. Kind of, I get it. 
I think it's kind of common for uh, K-pop bands, but don't quote me on that. Uh, we should have my sister on to actually set the record straight. But um, so BTS. She only gets to talk about K-pop if she brings at least two Cushing stories, though. That's, that's the, true. That's the trade-in value. So first of all, the group's name, BTS, is an acronym, uh, which the literal meaning is Bulletproof Boy Scouts, which... Okay. It's a, it's a little troublesome, but it's also a little pretty fucking metal. A little on the nose for right now, though. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's 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 got some... Reading an American <sighs> book. It's not all about America, Michael. But anyway, so apparently the uh, BTS's fans are particularly enthusiastic about protecting the band uh, on Twitter and social media. And you'll... you'll you might recognize BTS just as like a common social media like short code for behind the scenes. Yeah, like when you're watching and, uh, like the uh, the the blooper reels or something from uh, on YouTube, it always has behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, so they'll commonly like just attack like Marvel stars or literally anyone from being like BTS uh, for like <laughs> Infinity War. And, like, uh, please don't use this great band name to uh, promote your bullshit. So I just want to do behind the scenes shit of you and I sitting in our bedrooms recording this stupid podcast. That would be great. It's an infallible growth strategy. That that's right in line with getting a bunch of people who hate One Direction to listen to us, though. Yeah, except exactly. (laughs) And also they can't do anything to us. Um, But uh, in December, they were revealed to be the most tweeted about celebrity in 2017, being liked or retweeted about more than half a billion times, more than Donald Trump and more than Justin Bieber combined. Wow. So they have a pretty vocal following. So, Michael, I'm just. Nope, that's so, terrifying. Do not put. I'm not even putting this those three letters in a title from now on, like not even in order. Good thing you don't have complete control over our uh, Twitter and or uh, naming conventions because I'm going to. Do it. Back tweet stories. Society. What? It's like Backstreet Boys, but... Backstreet Boys. That's pretty good. <laughs> yep. Back tweet boys. That's uh, what we're doing. Um, so, yeah, that's just my my massive Trends in Little Places growth plan. Um, so, I hope you're ready for it. Buckle up for those Twitter mentions. Just blowing up. Yeah. And videos of us just staring at each other into this Hangouts. Behind the scenes, Michael and Mike stare at each other for five whole minutes. Well, Michael, you you mentioned you might have some uh, some fun headlines. Yeah, but I, I haven't actually on. read any of the stories, so yeah, I do not care about that. Let's just rip these things to pieces. All right, Turkmenistan police inspect toilets for use of president's newspaper photos as toilet paper. <laughs> So it took me a little bit because there's a lot of action verbs in there. Literal shit duty. Yeah. Apparently people are using toilet paper that has the president's picture on it or using newspaper. Sorry. that has the president's picture on it as toilet paper. It mm-hmm. sounds like. And somebody's job is to just go into every bathroom they come across and be like, hey, are you using that newspaper? I mean, so I don't know much about Turkmenistan. Like, are they checking like the sewer lines for like? This house used the president's face to wipe their butts. Oh, man. Because that sounds bad. No, I think they're just also, busting into your bathroom. That also sounds pretty bad. <laughs> but how, you can just be like, no, I was reading it. I just love the president love so it. much and definitely was not wiped. I was how definitely often, whacking off to this picture. But the thing is, like, how often is the president in the newspaper that, like, you might just wipe your butthole with his face? Well, he sounds like kind of a... Uh, uh, what do they call them? Dictators. So yeah, he's probably oh, it's probably a state-run newspaper, and he's probably on it literally every day. Because you know, if Donald Trump ran a newspaper, he would be on the front of it literally every day. I mean, he's currently on the front of all other newspapers every day because he just keeps saying. Yeah, but dumb they shit, pick all the bad pictures, which is great. That can, I don't think over, we've commented like on this. Um, the commitment. <laughs> of almost every U.S. media outlet to choosing like the dumbest looking photo of Donald Trump for every story. I mean, it's admirable, <laughs> but it's also just like they keep surprising me in new and ridiculous ways that he just keeps looking like his face looks 
like a puckered butthole all the time, <laughs> but they find new angles of it, which they is do. amazing. And like the hair, mm-hmm. oh god, or just like his pants pulled up into his into his ass, like the whole so thing. It's just I admire the uh, the dedication to it. Um, this dude's pictures—he basically is like it's like the same picture over and over again. Like he just sits at his desk all day, and then they just take pictures of him, put him in the newspaper. So I mean, yeah, essentially this everything here just looks—it looks like a chick track. <laughs> this guy is just like producing his own horseshit like <laughs> propaganda, just like which hey, yeah, he probably is probably um, yeah. But just like yeah, check me out in front of my cool oval wallpaper. Um, yeah, definitely don't wipe your ass with this, please. <laughs> Okay, okay, I got another headline for you. Please. Man tells bosses he can't come to work because he is too busy being a reincarnated god. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, thank you for your work. Yeah. Your, your, your Spot divine the lie. majesty. Spot the lie. I've never had such a good work excuse, but I'll try it. I'll even give you the first line of this. The mm-hmm, lead, if please. you will. After being served an official notice asking why he had only been present at work 16 times in the last eight months, an engineer from the Indian state of Gujarat replied that he was the 10th incarnation of the Hindu god Vishnu and had been too busy with divine work to focus on his job. I mean, at that point, I think you just cut your losses as an employer and just kind of thank him for doing his good divine works. How do you only go to work 16 times in eight months? That's only two times a month. Hey, hey, I mean, honestly, if if you are dealing with the reincarnated, the third reincarnation of Vishnu, that's pretty good. That's better than you can really have any right to expect. I mean, I guess, but you'd think they would have asked some questions before the eight months, you know, like... I mean, that is finesse on just a whole nother level. Is there a possibility that he is a reincarnated God? Because for me, Michael, even if my employer didn't notice and or care that I hadn't showed up, I've only was coming to work two days a a month. That's not enough to live on. Mm -hmm. Like they're not giving me my salaries for sure. Especially, I mean, you know, I I, maybe they will because I'm a salary, but like might be an uh, hourly guy. Does he have to find powers to sustain him? Because, I mean, at that point, you kind of need it. If you're just you're traveling around doing good works. Yeah. But, I mean, like. Busking. Does a god have to. I mean, like, they don't need food. They don't They don't even shit. We've already talked about this. Gods don't That's shit. That's true. Well, it's not that they don't shit. I think they just have special ways to get rid of it. Mm, that okay. does not, does not in- include the indignity of passing it through <laughs> your bowels. Maybe people just give him stuff if he's out there doing divine deeds and stuff. I mean, actually, if there's one thing that, um, let's say, holy figures or religious figures in this country have proved is that, um, yeah, people will just give you shit, including all of their hard-earned money, <laughs> just for proving or just saying that you're a uh, messenger from the Lord. Wait, wasn't there wasn't there some story about a guy who was trying to get a private jet because if Jesus uh, were his, alive now, he wouldn't be riding a donkey? His third private jet of oh. his ministry, a $54 million Falcon 7X. Okay, uh, I believe uh, from what I read. And uh, yeah, I said, uh, if Jesus were alive today, he wouldn't be riding a donkey, which probably to his credit not. is true. He'd probably be on like a motorized unicycle. <laughs> he, <laughs> as much as I might might uh, appreciate his message, he would be everyone I hate in Piedmont Park. Yeah. Oh, and he's got he'd, so many hacky sacks. He'd be standing on a unicycle, uh, one of the motorized ones, pulling a dog or uh, having a dog pull him around. That's just... The way Jesus is today. Here's the thing, though. Like, whenever you see, whenever I see somebody riding one of those like little one wheeled like electric things, or they're like having a dog pull them on rollerblades, I'm like, God, what a douche! And then I'm like, that does look kind of dope, though. Does it though? Yeah. You don't want your dog to pull you on rollerblades? Uh, we've discussed the <laughs> my relationship with wheeled vehicles before, and I. It, the farther away I get from rollerblades, the better. I don't <laughs> literally if <laughs> not that Sora would take off at any speed if I were on rollerblades or ever. But if she did anything higher than a trot, I would fall over on my face. <laughs> that's just that's just how it is. I'm just saying I wish rollerblades were cool still. Oh, yeah, Michael, we all wish rollerblades were cool. But I wish because the I feel like if they were 1993, if they were cool, right? Then people would be doing cool innovations for rollerblades and it'd be cool. You'd be like real like, you know, those wheelie shoes that like all the kids had like 12 year olds had 
It would be like, like that. last year. Yeah. Well, it would be like that, but you'd put it on your shoe and you'd be able to like fucking go to work and shit. I mean, yeah, there there's something inherently cool about your shoes doing all the work of walking for you. But like if you have to strap a goddamn ski boot with ratchets on yeah, your foot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need we need innovation in the rollerblade market is all I'm saying. Well, we can't all be triple X and rollerblade <laughs> down a mountain. That sh- we can't. Sorry. They, like, they built these bikes that's fold up. Because they're supposed to be small and they're still like a small suitcase. And Can I like, talk to you just, about let's, something? Let's just fucking get on a goddamn like rollerblades. Can I talk to you about something? Please. I don't know if this is in Chicago, but um, in Atlanta, it's been all the, the craze. Um, bird scooters. So what now? Bird scooters. What the hell is a bird scooter? It's a bird scooter. Um, so it look, it's a motorized razor scooter that like it comes with an oh, app. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But unlike like the bike, like the relay bikes or you know yep. the, the the city bikes, there are no like stations for them. It's literally just you grab these things. You there's an app to find out where they are, and then it, when you're done with it, you just fucking drop it on the sidewalk, and then it has to be charged. So people will literally run around and collect them and charge them at their homes because they get like money for charging them. And so you then you have to go to someone's fucking house to pick up your fucking bird scooter. <laughs> and it's also like so you'll just see packs of like grown adult human beings riding around on motorized razor scooters all through Midtown Atlanta. Oh my god. And it like this is great. Bird hunting has become a pastime and a side hustle for teens and young professionals, but for some right. it's a cutthroat business. Yeah, like people are like no joke fighting over grabbing up all these fucking scooters. On one and particularly them. successful night, Brandon brought home six hundred dollars. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I would totally ride an electric razor scooter. No, you wouldn't. Because I would kick you <laughs> off of it. <laughs> Whatever. When I come out with when I come out with my new rollerblades that fucking oh, just <laughs> rollerblades 2.0. <laughs> It's 2.0, and then it becomes like the greatest thing ever because then you can elect, you can put electric motors into your rollerblades, and then you don't even fucking need a scooter. You don't need a bike. You just strap it on your feet, baby. Let's go. That's my slogan, by the way. Strap it on your feet, baby. Let's go. Yeah. You know what that will include for me? <laughs> It'll include these motorized automatic rollerblades <laughs> that will drag me laying down <laughs> screaming with my feet glued to the floor. With like, I can't pull them off of the ground. So you're, not, Just, you're saying you're not going to come on Shark Tank with me? And pitch this. No, I'll do it, but it'll be a really, really funny segment of Shark Tank <laughs> with just me being like dragged around the set and Mark Cuban being like, "Yeah, I'm in." Okay, you can be my you can be my guy in my in my uh, infomercial that rides the normal rollerblades and falls all over himself because he's an idiot. And then, and then when it's like, oh, he's got this new pair. And then I do the same fucking thing, except now these things are hellbent on dragging me off a cliff. And he still because they makes have a it mind to his destination. <laughs> They're programmed They're to programmed go to his house. To it's a sure, Tesla his, and the power of your feet. Sure, his back looks like hamburger, but man, he got home pretty good. He got there, and that's the important part. Yeah. Michael, you remember when we talked about DJ Techno Buddha? Oh, Yes. Did he you get know, milkshake ducked? Oh, no, no, no. He's fine. <laughs> Thank he's God. doing great. Thank God. Oh, he, God, he might have been. Who knows? But I think that was a a um, very, very similar to this one, a concerted blend of religiosity and technology mm, that yep. this world is not prepared for. Um, well, apparently, Michael, have you ever seen a Neopet? I've heard of them. It's like robot like dogs. Tamagotchis. Yeah, just like robot dogs. Okay, so well, nothing like a Tamagotchi. Got it? No, no absolutely nothing <laughs> like it. You big, you big dumb idiot. Um, well, apparently Sony. I'm. I was also wrong because Neopets are different than what I'm talking about. But Sony released the uh, Ibo, which is short for artificial intelligence robot. In 1999, they made three thousand of them, um, and they were sold in Japan for three thousand dollars a piece, and they sold out within twenty minutes. What? Um, it's a dog-shaped robot. This was in the 90s, though? Yes. I get it. I mean... Dog-shaped robot. Uh, people that, paid a lot of stupid money for a lot of stupid technology in the 90s. Yes. Um, so, 
they never really became an interesting product for literally anyone other than that initial sellout. And in 2006, Sony canceled the production and they'd sold 150,000 of these robots. Um, what was it called? The Aibo, A-I-B-O. But Aibo oh. owners became very deeply attached their, to their pet robots. They're adorable. Yeah. So they're not really like most other like remote controlled toys, especially from the nineties. Like they're not a Teddy Ruxpin. Like they're they're not a Furby. These things were designed to yeah. They're not a Furby. They they're not just designed to do like one or two things. They were designed to move in complex and fluid ways. You could train them, and like sometimes they would kind of like they they were like programmed to simulate like playfulness and like mischievousness. In the late nineties. In the late nineties. What has Sony been hiding from us? Uh. Osimo, I think. Hmm. I didn't want to know what that thing is actually capable yeah. of. At this point, probably murder. <laughs> but they were continually kind of updating programs, though. And they had, like, doggish behaviors, like tail wagging. And they would dance. And then eventually they would kind of talk or, like, bark. Um, but in 2014, they said they would no longer support updates to the Raging <gasps> Robots. Um, which Aibo earners heard as... Your pet robot dogs are going to die. Yeah. Which, to be fair, fifteen years is a pretty significant lifespan for a dog. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So but you can't just kill a bunch of people's robot dogs, as one might expect. As Sony stopped supporting these dogs, someone spun up a cyber veterinary clinic <laughs> oh. to start repairing Aibos. All right. Um, uh, which unfortunately included uh, cannibalizing other defunct Aibos, um, but. <laughs> So it, it's just like organ donation. No big deal. Yeah, kind of. Um, but so they started fixing aching joints and there's this whole system of organ donors. Um, it's a whole big thing. But in t- April 2018, the total number of dearly departed Aibos has reached about 800. And as part of that, um, a historic Buddhist temple has started giving funeral services for robot dogs who have given their life to the ultimate cause of helping other robot dogs live longer. Wow. They burn incense, there's chanting, uh, just like they would for a human departed soul. So, do they do that for, like, all of their pets? Well, the thing is here, so according to uh, the head priest at this Buddhist uh, temple, even though Aibo is a machine and doesn't have feelings, it acts as a mirror for human emotions. So it's everything has Buddha nature. So then they should do it for their animals, too, because their animals also reflect human nature. Exactly. Yes, very much We've so. We've bred them to do this. But these are programmed, <laughs> just like humans. <laughs> They're bringing back the Aibo. Probably because people have realized that they're so powerful. Apparently at are... CES 2018, Sony unveiled the new Aibo. It says it relies on sophisticated sensors and AI smarts, the sort used in self-driving cars. It senses its environs and not just to avoid objects. It tries its darndest to mimic the movement and activities of a real pooch. Oh, so holy shit. So I remember seeing pictures of the original Aibo with like the big square, like blue metal head. Yeah, this has the new Aibo is pretty fucking cute. Right. This is the picture I saw when I looked when I first looked it up and I was like, oh, they're adorable because these little eyes. Fuck, I want this dog really badly. They're $1,700. It's only sold in Japan. Yeah, I'll buy 10. Um, I don't know how I feel about robot dogs being, like, laid to rest. I get it, though. I mean, if... I don't know. Actually, I don't get it. I kind of get it. I don't know. I kind of keep going back and forth. But it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I get it. Because, like, I, we ha- I have dogs, and I'm going to be very sad when they pass. But at the same time, I also had a Furby, and... Oh, punt that punted that thing out of a window because it wouldn't shut up. So that's the thing. I I can't fathom this level of emotional relationship with a piece of technology. Be it only be, be because there's a. I'm gonna put a conservative estimate on the percentage of my technology that I've broken through physical contact, <laughs> and it's probably fifty percent. <laughs> like I've dropped. <laughs> Nearly every phone I've owned. I punched a, let's see, one laptop to death. Um, I punched a CD player in my car to death because it got 
it stopped taking commands from the buttons and was playing <laughs> Panic at the Disco's <laughs> debut CD um, at a very high volume uh, on repeat. So I punched it to death. Like, I don't love any piece of technology that I've ever owned in my entire life. And yet you have I a dog. I can't imagine. You've had a dog that you've kept alive for so long. Right, because it's a living being. Mm-hmm. Like, technology does not engender any sort of emotional response for me but, other than my zune who still right? lives and i love it so much <laughs> like listen if you're gonna if have microsoft, a for your zune if microsoft made a zune dog i would keep that thing alive forever and like hey you guys would hear about it every week like, about all the cool shit zune dog was doing that's the stupidest thing i've ever seen mike and you'd be like yeah but his user interface is the best i've ever seen on a dog yeah <laughs> this dog ui is great <laughs> It's very clean. It's so in- this dog is so intuitive. So intuitive. Oh shit! Also, I have so many. Tw- I have so many 2010 like just punk bands on here. Yeah, a lot of ska, some mm. indie rock that you wouldn't believe on this dog. Speaking of robots and them not acting like animals, a car dealership asked a woman to prove that she wasn't a robot. You know, like use a captcha. Sure. I mean, we've all had to do that. I mean, it's kind of weird to do that for a car. Uh, especially well, uh, one of one of my old clients used to was a uh, anonymous online car buying thing. So okay, yeah, I, I that makes that. sense. You don't want to put it yeah. in like extra. But what uh, the problem is, is, she was in person, and they printed it out on a piece of paper and handed it to her. So she was literally signing papers uh-huh. with a pen, and yes. they gave her a caption. And they said, "Hey, prove you're not a robot by picking out stop signs or some shit." <sighs> and like she even was like, "Are you serious? I'm right here." And they're like, "Yeah, we have to do it." It's at this point, I feel like maybe we deserve robot dogs because we're too stupid to be trusted with technology. <laughs> it's like, it's like you know what that, that captcha's for. Right. And the, he even right? said, Idiots. like, hey, and this one is to ensure you're not a robot. Yeah, well, so but- So he realizes it's dumb, but they still, they still make them do it. So, I mean, like, every time I've had to fill out paperwork in person, they, like, highlight the pertinent fields or, like, fill in shit for me. This seems like one of those where the sales guy can just be like, hey, so my GM's an idiot. Um, just a real, real dumb fish. So, I'll just go ahead and check this box pre... Or, hey, guess what? Click it. Click the, the CAPTCHA box before you print out the fucking paperwork. Like, uh, here's the thing. Oh, no. One time, the one time you don't, and it's actually an Aibo, actually four Aibos in a trench coat and a hat and mm-hmm. trying to buy a car and you did not make them capture. And now all of a sudden you got Weibo, Aibos joyriding around in cars and crashing into telephone poles. The one time two robots who look like small children stand on top of each other and wear a trench coat into your car dealership and buy a car. Mm-hmm. God damn it. That's the one fucking time. But also, that wouldn't have caught you. Are you a robot? No, I'm two robots. Thanks for the Ooh. car, idiot. <laughs> That's good. Sorry. One. Yeah. Now that has to be, perf- are you a and are you a hive multiples mind? robots? It's like they might not even be a hive mind. That's not, yeah. Are you two robots standing on top of each other's shoulders buying a car in a trench coat? This is see. This is the type of things. This is how lawyers ruin everything. Now you got to go through every possible scenario. Like, are you three Bruce. robots in a trench coat? Oh, are you seventeen robots in a costume that looks like the Rock? Like, I are don't. Are you know. two robots marrying a turtle? No, thank you. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Damn it, lawyers. So, what do you got for me, Michael? Have you ever been asked by one of your friends to send you some money for a stupid Venmo request? Uh, no. I'm normally the one who pays for things, and then people pay me. Oh, that's yeah. Got to get them credit card points, son. (laughs) Mr. Richbones over there. That's fine. (laughs) Um, Oh, sorry, my monocle fell out. (laughs) Yeah, that's your top hat. Um, Well, anyway, so a woman named Nicole Cliff. uh, I believe she's a journalist. Yeah, she's a uh, she's a journalist for uh, Vulture and Elle and Slate. Um, She had a a Twitter thread, just asking for. What are the most ridiculous things people have unexpectedly asked you to Venmo them for? And she was inspired by a guy who unexpectedly Venmoed his friends the next day for the cost of the dinner that he cooked for them. 
Okay, so this is like things that you did not agree to pay someone for, and then they're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm charging you for this shit. Like the pettiest Venmo request. Like, look, hey, I'm holding a housewarming party, and then I charge you for all the booze. I <laughs> that is a bold fucking move, man. Um, so first reply from Ryan Clinton says, college roommate who went on to sue his mom for investing his trust fund with Bernie Madoff Ooh. charged a friend $1.07 for a slice of pizza. Quote, the seven cents is for the taxes. <laughs> Friend reimbursed him with a check made out to the roommate's parents. <laughs> I was say that's the only way you can respond to that is either a check that you like for like forward date, like months or something, or like you have to pay him in pennies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from Shane Pangern, group potluck. We all brought sides and wine. Some even brought entrees. Friend cooked one main dish, which was burger sous vide. Machine wasn't working. We waited two hours to eat near raw burgers. <laughs> Got Venmo requested the next day for the meat. <laughs> At a potluck. Yeah. Here's one. Someone accidentally left edibles in my apartment that left cross country and asked me to sell them and then Venmo them the $10 profits. I mean, I would have just Venmoed them the $10 and, and eaten, eaten the all of the edibles. Or not done the first part at all. Where do you get off, though? It's like, hey, you fucked up. You fucked up. Yeah. You left your edibles. Sorry, bro. Also, prove it. <laughs> prove it. Prove it, you unicorn there's, wearing a robot on your head. There's no proof, idiot. I see God right now. I don't even know who I'm Venmo. I'm the 11th incarnation reincarnation of Vishnu. My ex-wife once sent me a PayPal request for dinner money for a date she had with someone else. Oh, snap. This is pretty good. (laughs) Not Venmo, but in 1996, I had a VHS library of Buffy episodes that I, quote, lent to my friends and charged them fines if they returned them late. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is terrific. Just Buffy Blockbuster. (laughs) It makes sense. Because she was twelve in, years old at the time. But back in the day, could you could you get like all of those TV shows? Like they didn't have like the the previous seasons of TV shows and stuff at Blockbuster, did they? No. So I mean, that's yeah, a great fucking seri- racket. That's very good. If you were privileged enough yeah. to own Firefly on VHS, <laughs> shit. Um, Michael, so yeah. So what's the pettiest thing you've ever asked someone for money for? Oh, that's a good question. So for me, like, I just kind of eat costs a lot because, like, I've been very lucky to have friends who have covered me in my times of need. So I just kind of tend to just eat that loss yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I most of the time, like, I, the reason that I don't mind paying is because, like, if the bill ends up, like, slightly less in my favor for some reason or, like, somebody didn't pay or, or they didn't pay enough, like, I, I don't, whatever, I'll take that. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be upset about it. And so I kind of just like, like, whatever, you know, like yeah. I'm not going to charge you a dollar for a slice of pizza. Like, even if people come over sometimes and I'm like, I was going to eat this anyways. It's the same amount of food. Like, I just have less leftovers. Like, don't give me money for that. I think my favorite one from this Twitter thread is one time my friend sent me a request for 20 cents for emotional distress because I sent him that picture of Yoda, <laughs> Yoda Photoshop smooth. And... There's no, please, please send it, but also don't. There's an image of Yoda dying in Return of the Jedi, but he has a um, martini with like a whole ton of fruit in it and then two <laughs> cucumber slices <laughs> over his eyes. And it's pretty much the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And Michael, I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. <laughs> Yoda smooth. And like all the replies to that are, you owe me 20 cents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is well worth the 20 cents, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will gladly pay any price. One of the one of the greatest things I've seen recently on Twitter was somebody just being like, hey, if you retweet this with some idea or some person or a picture, like I'll draw it or I'll do this. I'll do something artistic and you Venmo me a dollar. And it's like the honor Mm -hmm. system and people just do it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so like pure. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, right. This is why we enjoy social media. That's 
that's actually like the bright side of uh michael i know you you read penny arcade mm-hmm. the, the web comic um back when chat roulette was a thing apparently they did they did a, a nice service where um they would just have an image up where hey just stay on the line and i'll draw you i'll draw a nice picture of you and then they would you know if it was a anyone they would just draw a demon with like snakes and dicks coming out of their eyes <laughs> which is what if 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 i requested a personal portrait from for a dollar from someone on twitter that's what i assume i would get and i'm okay with that and i'd be i would i would frame it and put it in my own personal louvre hell yeah i i'd pretend it looked like me even if it didn't whatever yeah uh, have I talked about my baseball teammate who used to um, make people order someone else order chips and salsa at Chili's? <laughs> and then what? Have no. I mentioned this on the podcast? I don't think okay. so. So but there's been like 37 million of these. I can't remember them all. So I can't remember if I've talked about this or not, but like this is uh, a Jason, I think. Um, so in high school, I was on the baseball team, and after practices and games, like there was a Chili's right up the road, um, and you know, every once in a while we'd go out as a team and just like grab dinner or you know just hang out. And there was one gentleman on the team who I've known since I was literally three years old, um, and he was notoriously. Uh, aggressive about charging people for things like <laughs> and this is pre-venmo he, this is pre-venmo so if he drove and by the way by the way his parents paid for everything but if he drove you in his car to a game or practice or to chilies he would charge you gas money for like the half mile it took you to get there oh my god but then once we got to the chilies he would also wait for someone else to order chips and salsa which are bottomless yes. at chilies and then he would continually order reorders of that. I mean, that's kind of brilliant, but like only kinda one brilliant. person can do that. And he was literally the only person who did that every single time we went to a Chili's. <laughs> oh and my like, god! My dude ate a ton of tortilla chips. I mean, yeah, but Chili's tortilla chips are like the best thing about Chili's because they're like that thin, super salty chips. Possibly the only good thing about a chili. Well, yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, God. Yep. What you got? Hmm. So I had a headline that I was going to read you, and then there was another headline on the side that made me want to throw up a little bit. Women, f- Woman film shaving her legs in hotel swimming pool. To make it even more gross, she then rinses off her blade in the pool water before checking on the back of her legs. Just in the pool, man. There's like, there's a gif, and there's just, there's children. There's children around. I don't care if there are children around. That is more fucked up than pooping in the pool. It really is because it gets everywhere. Like the poop is like one poop. Hopefully. I can, (laughs) I can, yeah, hopefully I can avoid the poop. Like I can, I can see that and get out in time. That is a disaster area. Because you've just created. Because like, you know. As well as I do, that when you shave, like it always seems like no matter how well you clean up after yourself, like there are little tiny beard hairs fucking everywhere. Oh, it's a disaster zone. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. Um also, I can scoop poop out with the net. <laughs> hopefully, I can scoop again, out. hopefully. Yeah, in a best case scenario, <laughs> average case scenario, I can scoop the poop out with a net. Poop and scoop. Um, scoop and scoop. But if you're shaving your legs mm, in there, mm-hmm. I have to drain the GD pool. Not only have I mean, to I drain it, you have fi- to light the entire inside of it on fire. Which doesn't necessarily work. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is egregious. And also, you don't casually do this for the first time. <laughs> no, this is... This is a repeat offense. Yes. <laughs> like, you don't just jump in the GD pool and start... You don't rip out your Venus razor and just start singing, She is my Venus. <laughs> like, no, this isn't a commercial, you dumb poop. She, just, they just, she brought it to the pool. Yeah. So, like, she, she had intention. Like, this is first degree fucking egregiousness. It's like, you know what's great for shaving? My bathtub. <laughs> you know what's cooler than that? A giant bathtub with other people. The biggest bathtub. 
I love big bathtubs. And I cannot lie. I want a, I want a big bathtub and like a, a slide and a waterfall. Mm, and if mm-hmm. there's a pirate ship there, cool. Yeah. That's even I'm gonna better. I'm going to shave my legs all over all that. Where did you get off doing this? This might be like the the one of the grossest things I've ever seen. And, and mostly because it's so pretty. Like, on a base level, <laughs> it's not that gross. Like, hair gets everywhere. I'm a hairy man. If I go to the pool, I'm dropping... Chest hair is sure. all over the place. That's that's whatever. It's the premeditated notion of it. Which is like, I'm going to groom myself in this public pool. You're at a hotel. Just go back to it's, your room and shave yourself. And also, here's the thing. When you're shaving, you're not just cutting your hair. Like, but you're also making very tiny cuts in your skin. Yeah, because the, that's how the shaving is very bad for that. You know what's worse for that? If you're making tiny cuts in your skin, all of the human urine that all the children <laughs> who are in the hotel pool that you are in are pissing into the hotel pool. Well, actually, urine is sterile, and it would actually probably help clean out the cuts. Okay, you know what's also bad? All of the human poop <laughs> that one toddler is shitting into the pool at any given time. A hotel pool is not a sanitary thing. Why would you make micro cuts in your skin? Oh, man. You just made me think about all the times when I was younger that I opened my eyes underneath the water at a hotel pool. Don't even think about all the times you open your fucking mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. You like spit water at people. Yeah. Think about all the times. Oh. my Michael, think about all the cool, cool, cool times that my brother tried to drown me in the pool and I inhaled water. Oh, you inhaled this lady's leg hair and poops. From from Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> I fucking love Typhoon Lagoon, though. Yeah, no, Typhoon Lagoon rules, except when your brother's trying to drown you in the Lazy River and now Hepatitis A lives in your lungs. I mean... Probably. probably. I haven't been to a doctor in 12 years. <laughs> I've never been to a doctor. I assume I have some form of that, though. You want another headline? Yeah, I'd love one. Child spotted at swingers party was actually just a very short woman. You know, it's at, at certain times, you just need to check yourself. <laughs> or was it three or robots in a swingers costume? Three robot dogs standing, standing tall and proud mm-hmm. in a swingers Um you know what? Short people can love wild sex parties, too. And you know what? If I was having a, a crazy sex party orgy, ha- did someone call the cops on, yes. these, on this? This uh, this was in uh, Stanley in Durham County in the UK. Uh, and a spokesperson for the Durham Constabulary? Const- Constabulary? Constabulary. Constabulary said police were called at around 9 p.m. Uh, following concerns a child had entered a hotel named Club F on High Street. Officers spoke to the staff at the hotel, confirmed the female was one of their customers who was an adult woman. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. So, if you oh, actually thought a... you saw a child going into a very well-known swingers club, you kind of reach that moment where you, you either have to be like, well... I just contributed to that, or you have That's to try true. to stop it. Okay, so it was someone who witnessed a small person going into a swingers party? Yes. They saw them going okay. in, and they were like, I think that might have been a child. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my initial impression was that this was a patron of the <laughs> swingers sex party. Inside, it was like, get that short lady out of here. Pretty sure that was a kid. Hey, and after all the weird shit I've done tonight, I don't feel good about that. I'm going to call the cops. I'm going to call the cops to break up my exclusive sex club. Um, this is this makes more sense. Um, but still, I assume if it was a well-known club and they saw someone going into a club door... <laughs> There was a bouncer of sorts. Probably. And if you're just kind of like staked out across the street, just like disapprovingly looking at a swingers club and you see like what you think is a six year old child <laughs> walk up to a bouncer, <laughs> hand them an ID card and the bouncer just like, yeah, go on in. Sure. You, the, 
the ID says you're not a robot. (laughs) (laughs) So very... Well, yeah, you checked the CAPTCHA, so go on in, small child. (laughs) And, like, that's your only brain response was, like, must be a kid. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you imagine if you were a bouncer, like, all the shit that you could pull off to just freak people out, though? Like, if if you saw someone and they gave you an ID and you're like, this person's clearly underage, would you just be like, okay, yeah, great, that's great. You're just going to have to sign this CAPTCHA real quick, though. Or be like... Mm -hmm. Be like, yeah, uh, sure, go inside. Uh, read these crazy <laughs> letters and numbers back to me real quick. There should be like, also it spells you're arrested. There should be like a button you press where like it alerts all of the bar staff, and you're like, let the person in, and then they only get like the grossest non-alcoholic drinks they've ever had in their life. That reminds me, um, my brother's brother-in-law uh, on his twenty-first birthday. For some reason, endeavored to to do twenty one shots in the night of his twenty first birthday, and I think yeah. shot number seventeen at um, a bar you'll you'll be familiar with, Gator City, <laughs> Gator in Gainesville, Florida, was uh, called the Bird Shit. Ooh, and it was a shot of vodka, not good vodka. Let's make that very clear. <laughs> With Plastic um, bottle vodka. a half spoonful of mayo in it. Oh. God, I'd like, rather drink bird shit. Like, that should be the penalty for any 19-year-old walking into a bar. It's like, yeah, sure. Drink up, dickhead. This is the only drink you're allowed to have, though. This is what you get. Be like, okay, you have two choices. I can either call the cops and have you arrested, or you only get to drink these bird shit shots all night. You drink nine of these, and then I call you an Uber to go home. <laughs> I'll pay for the Uber, because I did all of you. I did all of this emotional torment to you. But if you throw up... Sorry, when you throw up in that Uber, you're paying the fifty dollars. It is it only fifty? It's gotta be more than that. I feel like it should be, but I'm pretty sure it's only fifty, and that sounds no, like the best deal ever. That should it should be like four hundred dollars. Yeah, and you should get a negative four thousand Uber rating. Man, that'll really do a number on uh <laughs> on Tinder profiles. <laughs> wow. Okay. Apparently, Uber used to charge passengers a flat $250 vomit fee, fee, but recently modified its service charge process. Now, penalties for purging (laughs) range from $25 to $150. Okay. So, it's a a sliding scale based on how bad it really is. I think it's probably a sliding scale based on how many times you've fucking thrown up in an Uber. Yeah, so, okay, it's it's taxis. It's taxis in Chicago. It's, they only get to charge $50. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Well, any closing thoughts for me this week? Man caught filling hotel bathtub up with potatoes while wearing a bra and high on MDMA. What is it about ecstasy going around these days? And potatoes. People seem to be doing all sorts of fun things with it. I mean, it sounds like a good time. But, like, what are you doing with all the potatoes? That's a th- How do you have that many ho- potatoes in your hotel room? That's, a, did you, like, that's the thing. When you, you hear about some of these, these drug-fueled stories of people doing, like, weird thing, quote-unquote weird things, <laughs> it's like, you prepared for that. Yeah. Like, you did ecstasy, but you also bought 30 pounds of potatoes beforehand. You also bought like, a bathtub worth of potatoes. Like, you you had a plan in mind. Whether or not you remember it, you were prepared for some freaky-deaky shit. When Judge Peter Henry asked James Johnson why he was filling up a bath with potatoes, he replied, It felt like the right thing to do at the time. But again, there's... So, no... So in the article, no point that did he stop at at a Publix on the way to his hotel room and just like, hey, give me 30 pounds of potatoes, please. Uh, Did he rob a five guys and grab a a sack of potatoes? You know, uh, it doesn't say. Uh, All it says is that he decided to go on a one night binge that ended up lasting five days. Well, so, you know, he collected the potatoes over the course of the five days. And I mean, that's actually a pretty good point. He might have, like, day one. It's like, you know what? This is pretty good. I'm going to keep going. 
Day two, oh shit, I have 10 pounds of potatoes. Day three, smoked a ton of pot. Love that. Slept a lot. Also into the grocery store, bought 19,000 chicken wings. Oh, 30 more pounds of potatoes. Shit, what am I going to do on day three and four? I know. Ecstasy. <laughs> day five, oh, I've got 50 pounds of potatoes. Better put them in the bathtub and wear a bra. Better cook come these on bad back boys up. Who? do you think he was trying to boil them in the bathtub? Uh, Maybe? Hmm, I don't know. Well, Michael, before we close it out, I want to share a quick shower thought because since it is, it is today. This comes from Skyler uh, at, ash, at hashtag Firemouth55 on Twitter. There is zero physical evidence that today is Tuesday. We're all kind of relying on the fact that somebody has kept an accurate count since the first one ever. That's a good hashtag point. Like, I only know it's Tuesday because yesterday was Monday. But why did I know it was Monday? There's also... Probably every week, I think it's Thursday, and it's actually Wednesday. Those are the worst, though. The one time I thought it was Thursday and it was Friday, and it was probably one of the best days of my life. And also, today's a holiday Tuesday. I think it's probably still Sunday because I didn't want to be at work today, and I don't know what day it was when I went to work the other day. So (laughs) tomorrow might be Friday for all I know. It probably is going to be Friday for all of our fine listeners. Hey, that worked out. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you this week. Um, everyone, if you like this show, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com. I know last week I promised <laughs> a new website, and I'm, you know what? Hey, guess what? I'm sticking to it, or my name's not Michael J. Cushing. Um, oh, fuck. I have so much work to do. Um, but that is going to happen. You can also find out more information about our sister show, uh, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I and our good friend Curtis, who is an occasional guest star on this show, we are watching every single episode of the Hitch 2000 show, 24. Uh, we are coming up in the closing hours of day mm-hmm. two, which is probably the eighth worst season of this show, but also still really, really fun. A nuclear bomb just went <laughs> off. And um, if you like the show, you'll probably like that one. It's mostly just us making fun of that stupid, stupid show and talking about Tom Hanks. Um so if you like this one, you'll almost certainly like that one. We've heard from fans of both shows that even though they've never seen 24, they still like it because uh, we're just such sweet, sweet boys. The sweetest. Um, the sweetest boys. And uh, Michael, how else can people help us out? Yeah, you can find us on your favorite podcast app of choice, uh, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, uh hopefully on Spotify podcast soon, Uh, whichever one it is, please give us a rating, hopefully five stars or two thumbs up or whichever, whichever one they have. Uh, And if you would be so kind to please give us a review and tell, tell all your friends about uh, us and uh, our shows. Um, You can also find us on uh, all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram at TILPcast, TILPcast. Um, And when you do, please give us a like, a retweet, a share, uh, become a fan of our Facebook page. Um, Yeah, I think I covered all the bases. I think I missed one earlier, but yeah. Buy our merch. Yeah, we have, oh, such sick merch. Such sick. You just tell us what you want merch to be and I will do it. Michael, part of the new site, guess what? We're going to sell Cushing Pool shirts. Yes. And no one can stop us. Cushing Pool shirts are amazing. It's the classic apparel of, really? It's the best shirt. It's Um, the best shirt. But Michael, I also neglected to mention, um, we love to hear from our fans. And if you want to share a story with us or have us read a message to a fellow listener or just have us dunk on Amos... (laughs) More? <laughs> we'll do it. Oh, we just found out that Amos is only on like episode 40 something. And so he hasn't heard any of the dunks yet. And it's really funny it. because eventually every once in a while he'll text me about the show and be like, hey, I really love everything that you guys are saying. It's so funny. <laughs> and then I just have to respond. Sorry. Sorry. Just sorry. Wait. In advance. Because I have a puzzle in Michael's butt for you. <laughs> If you want to send us a message or have us read a uh, a message to a fellow listener, you can just shoot us a, an email at goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. Um, once again, we read every single message we get. We love to hear from our fans, and uh, we want to share your thoughts on the show. So please send us an email. And uh, Michael, you want a closing shower thought? Always. All right. This comes from Audrey Castells on Twitter. 
just realized that fire doesn't have a shadow. Hashtag shower thoughts. Hashtag mind blown. Huh. Game of Thrones base a differ, you dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Love you, buddy. Love you too. Toodles. 